back. <laughs> we are Hoto y la girl. Did you miss us? Introduce yourself in the hat. Well, I can ask a question first. Go. I'm Hoto. <laughs> and I'm la girl. And together we make up Hoto y la girl. Um, I've always wondered if it was like salt and pepper, where there was like salt and pepper, and then Spinderella was a n. <laughs> We need to find someone who's an E. Um, do you think they could handle it? Well, I don't know. Um, so it's been since 2017. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's such a long time ago. I know. Um, and yet so much has happened. So much has happened. happened. Um, I was gone a lot. I was traveling a lot around the, not really around the country, around from like DC to like our state capital. Like, oh, just that little circuit. Well, it's not like I was in fucking Peru and shit. Um, I want to go to Peru so bad. Maybe not now, but someday. Um, but I was in DC for the 30th annual Creating Change Conference. Um, which, for those of you who don't know, is the largest LGBTQ conference in the nation. And I don't know if I'm going back. <laughs> Too much cochinada for you? No, no. Actually, none. Other than going to a strip club, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm, except, <laughs> except that one time. I didn't. Hey, we went to a strip club, but I did not touch anyone. Mm-hmm. I did not give anyone a dollar. I did not... But you gave him more than a dollar. No, I did not. Nope. No part of me touched any part of the strippers. Um, but no, I don't think I'm going back because I don't feel like it's a space that I need anymore. Like, it's great for networking and it's great for, like, socializing and, and that kind of stuff. And, like, I really appreciate that and that's valuable. But, like... That's what I liked when I went. Yeah, like, I went to some sessions that were, like, fucking problematic as fuck. And, like, creating change as a whole is very problematic. It's very, like, white-led, white-focused. You know, we're going to put a brown person up as our token of diversity. Yeah, well, you've never been to an HRC conference. That's true. I've never been. Um, But creating change is as close to HRC as I want to get. But, yeah, I don't think I'll... I don't... Like, if I go next year because I'm escorting um, the youngins over there, then I'll go. But I'm not going to push for it. I don't think it's just... It's... And this is, like, a, a, an appetizer for, like, the main course what we're going to talk about. Like, fucked up... <laughs> I know. Um, fucked up people in the movement. <laughs> Or just the, how fucked up the movement can be. Um, like, creating change is a symbol of, like, what was. But I don't think it's what we need anymore. Like, 30 years ago when creating change first happened, like, I'm sure it was just, like, fucking Dorothy opening her house and, like, Bunchkin land appeared in full technicolor. It's because they just focused on cochinada that happens after the workshops are done for the day. No. No, they're, like, very, like, white-focused. They're very, like, normative. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's cool 
seeing how excited like the youngins get there. And like I look at them, but I'm fucking 36 years old. Like this bitch has been out for 24 motherfucking years. I have been out longer than some of these bitches have been alive. I don't need that excitement anymore. There is no party I can go to that I have not been to already. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm and then I know I'm a little been there, done that, because I have. And we were talking about this earlier. Like, I know that when I die, my last word's probably gonna be like bitching. Because <laughs> Like, that's how I would describe my life. If I had to describe my life in one word, I would say bitchin'. True enough. Like, even, like, the bad, the horrible, the terrifying, I still had a lot of fucking fun. Mm -hmm. You know? And we were talking about this, like, how young people are so, like, stressed out about, like, everything. And, like, when I was in my early 20s, like, what did my hair look like? And who was going to suck my dick? And where was I going to get drugs? Like, those are my, like, preoccupations. You know, and, like, I I feel like I have lived a fulfilled life. And I feel very fortunate for being 36 years old and having being able to say that. Like... Well, we didn't think we were going to be around this long. No. And I remember the first time I was able to, like, pay for rent and buy groceries with the same paycheck... Like, fucking, I heard his voice on high. Like, <laughs> mm, I still can't do that. <laughs> I, like, I cried. Well, okay. When I say I cry, what I mean is... She got mojada. My eyes get a little moist. Like, tears don't come down. But, like, I can blink easier. <laughs> You know, my roommate and I were talking the other day, and, like, I've always said I was emotionally unavailable. And I think that that's not true. Because, like, in my job, like, I have to be very empathetic. Mm -hmm. Like, you see me have to, like, be all cariñoso with people when I'm like, fuck. Um, Because that's not how I am in my real life. Mm -hmm. But... Like, I don't think I'm emotionally unavailable. I think I'm emotionally unresponsive. <laughs> like well, when, that could be. When people get emotional, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, gotta go, bye. Um, <laughs> like, I just... That's just not my skill set. You know? Mm -hmm. You and my... You kind of remind me of my sister. The one who comes right after me. The whore of Babylon? <laughs> uh -huh. she's like that she'll like you know oh they're there like she'll try to hit you with the back scratcher you know that is me or the broom like oh pochita. when people like need physical attention like unless we're like in a relationship I'm like um like I have a lot of friends who are huggers and, like, you know, you've witnessed mm -hmm. it. I'm awkward as fuck when it comes mm -hmm. to, like, hugging. <clears throat> yeah, when we, like, when we walk into our favorite watering hole. And, yeah. You know, I have to go and say hi to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, girl. And, yeah. And they want to hug, and then they want to talk about blah, 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 and, you know. But you invite that. Well, 
you have that personality where people like want to touch you. <laughs> yeah, well, not lately. <laughs> Um, sure, I can't even give it away. <laughs> I don't think I I don't possess that. I used to. Well, sometimes that's a pain in the ass. When I was younger, when I was much younger, people like wanted to like hug me and all, of, and then it, it led to some really fucked up situations because I was much more available then than I than I was now. Um, I am not that way anymore though. Like. I've gotten a little cold. I feel like I'm a kind of a cold person. Is it because you're settling into being a bitter old lady? I don't think I'm bitter. I don't think I'm bitter. This is not the Amarga Navidad. Es un frío Navidad. But I'm not, I don't think I'm bitter. Like, I don't hate love. I don't hate people who are in love. I don't like scoff at it. Like I think that there is love out there, and like I don't know, maybe I'll settle down with someone. I can't even. Mm. I can't even say it. No, I could. Wait, hold on. I could settle down with someone one day. I could be in a happy. I could win the Powerball on Saturday. No, I could see it. (laughs) I could see having a like a partner. Shut up. All could see his face. <laughs> but I, it's it's possible. It's in the realm of possibilities. But like I also don't base my happiness around it. Well, and I think that that's a. I mean, I think that that's a big problem mm-hmm. um, for a lot of folks. And uh, I'm not going to name names, but someone close to me in my immediate circle of folks yeah. um, has been in a fairly new relationship and every interaction I have with them they have to you know again let me know how great this person is yeah. and um, you know I see with them how dependent their new partner how dependent their happiness is on whether or not the new partner is there, if that makes sense. Um, And, you know, I, on the one hand, like, I'm I'm glad that they're in a relationship. And, you know, uh, because they had been, like, emotionally and physically and all of those different ways, you know, starved. Yeah. Because the yuts they were with for many, many, many years uh, didn't treat them well in that way. But on the other hand, like, I see this, like, latching on. Yeah. Como desperada. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that, I like, I see it in action, and I'm just like, me da asco. Like, yeah. It just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. You know, we are older people. I mean, they're they're older than I am. But, you know, like, we're not kids. You know, this isn't like... But you know what, though? I don't think... I, I think that no matter... 
And Stevie Nicks actually said something about love that like I really appreciate. And um, don't you dare make a fucking sound. I know you're going to make a fucking animal sound and I will punch you. La <laughs> um, but no, Stevie Nicks once said that she was talking to a couple of fans. Like she was in a meet and greet or something. And there was a 16-year-old girl and like a 50-year-old woman. Like there was a huge age discrepancy between the two. And the 16-year-old girl was talking about her boyfriend and it was her like true love and like this was her like first like love and it was so wonderful and exciting. And the older woman said, oh, you don't know what love is because you're only 16. And Stevie Nicks got really upset about it and was like, no, like if this is how you feel about true love, like this is true love for you. And I thought that was like really like poignant because I feel like there's so many of us who are like, we get to a certain age and love has to look a certain way. Like, I think that there's this idea that like, once you like are over the age of like 35, that like when you're in a relationship or when you're in a new relationship, it's like a Victorian courtship. Like you shake hands and then you're married and then you have like the like bed with like the board between them in the middle and like a hole <laughs> so you can just like do your business. And like I think that like <coughs> the like new like in, infatuation is like really the only word to like say like the, that new love feeling I think is great. But I think what happens is that that feeling is really addictive. I I think you're right about that. I mean like in the days before Grinder existed, yeah. right? Like when you actually had to go cruising, mm -hmm. you know, to pick up a trick or, you know, whatever. Like that, that, um, like nervousness, like oh, when yeah. you meet somebody new. Yeah. And, and, and I get that. But I don't think that we, I think the conversations that we have about love mm -hmm. are very incomplete <clears throat> they're very capitalistic because, well that too i you know because we talk there's a lot of emphasis on the like oh you know like i think they like you yeah and, you know blah 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 and you know and then you get married and have a bunch of kids or yeah. you know whatever and you know we don't talk about enough at least i don't think the, I don't know if you want to call it like phases or developments or whatever, but you know, when the when, ever after, yeah, yeah, the like when I was with my last partner, mm -hmm. um, I mean, in the beginning, you know, like you want to be with each other all the time, and yeah, you know, you want to. Do the malacosa all the time <laughs> and all that. So and that's where I'm cold, though. Because I'm like, we can see each other in this period of time. Except, and I will say that with Jose, we, we, I mean, we talked, I think, four or five times a day. Oh, yeah. No, we talked all the time. <laughs> and it was even just like a, a, a text. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It was ridiculous. And so I get that infatuation is what I'm trying to say. 
But let me, I'll let you finish. So, you know, we talk very much about that part of it, mm -hmm. you know, and the, the butterflies that mm -hmm. you get and, you know, blah, 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 and everybody around you needs insulin because, yeah, you know, you're disgustingly sweet and yeah. all this, right? But then after a while, like, you want more than that. I mean, yeah. not just the malacosa, but... Mm -hmm. You know, like, they're, what are you going to talk about? Yeah. You know, and I mean, if, if that's what you want with that other person. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, they're, well, not just sometimes, there were many times. And sometimes I still think about it, holding him down until the bubble stopped. <laughs> you know, like, people you're with are going to irritate the fuck out of you. And I don't think that we talk about that part of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that, you know, there are going to be moments where, you know, you're going to fight. Yeah. You know, there it's not going to be pleasant. Yeah. You know, and not that, like, when you first meet each other and, like, oh, you don't want to pass gas in front of them because what are they going to think? And, you know, and... You don't want to talk about something that might, you know, create some kind of tension or whatever. Um, I'm talking about most people. So, I, okay, I, I will say, though, I was, I, I, I'm shaking my head no, because that's not me anymore. But that was me mm -hmm. for a very long time. I would say up until, like, 30, I'm 36 now, so, like, maybe until, like, I was 33. So, like, three, four years, I was very, like, that my eyelashes wake up before the other person so I could like freshen up and get back in bed and oh I'm awake <laughs> instead of you know like when you wake up and the person next to you is thought this being you know both of you are romioso from the night before and you know like I I just <clears throat> I don't think that we talk enough about, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if you call it unpleasantness or... The, I would call it just the reality. You know, like, it's not all, you know, the, you know, like the scenes in the movies where the, the edge is like... The, uh, the RuPaul, blurry. like, frame. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, and, like, it's just the two of you. And, yeah. Oh, te amo. And yeah. No, I... I, I, <laughs> I hear that, but I also, like, I think that that part is so important. Well, I'm and, not like, saying that it isn't. Like, I saw a couple of, fr uh, a friend mm -hmm. who was in a relationship and they got out of it. Um, but as soon as they started dating, they went from, like, we're going on a date to, like, being in a relationship and they like seem to have skipped that whole like infatuation part, that like heart in the eyes and all that shit. And I think you need that. I think you do need that. I do, but I think that a lot of times people just want to stay in that. Like, yes. Yes. You know, butterflies and yes. you know, I mean, do you really think people who have been together for 20, 30, 40, however many years? You know, like, I'm sure there are moments where, you know, like, you know, you look at the other person and 
you still see that same, you know, from however long ago. Yeah. But not every moment is like that. No, no. Not every moment is like that. And, you know, like this particular individual I'm talking about, they haven't been with this partner for very long. No, yeah. Uh, we're talking Maybe just a, a, a full, you know, a handful of months. Yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, they're talking about when they live together and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, which is, you know, fine and good. But, like, I think, and maybe I just don't, haven't thought it through enough to articulate it that well, but, um, you know, that beginning where you you have the hearts in your yeah. eyes and all of that, to boom, we're married, to, yeah. you know, I mean, that's kind of like how we talk about, like, black history. Yeah. Like, there was slavery, period. There was the civil rights, period. Yeah. Like, there weren't things that happened in between. Yeah, we never talk about Jim Crow. Um, you know, I mean, not to say that love is like, you know, like slavery. <laughs> that's or, a really or, awful analogy. But, but I mean. In, oh, my God, that's just a lot about how you feel about love. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about in terms of how we talk about it. I mean, I stopped listening to Paquita so much. Because that is some, like, fucking jilted shit <laughs> you just used right there. Rata de I am, and and I, I used to be a serial dater. Like I used Mm, to be like Captain Crunch. Captain Munch. Hey. (laughs) Um, No, I, but I I used to be a serial dater because I rarely got past the first date, because I would go in with my list of uncomfortable questions. And, like, if we weren't compatible, I was like, I don't want to fuck with you. Like, I, and at the time, the, my, my mentality was, I'm in my 30s. Like, I want to settle down with someone. And, like, I would ask, like, do you believe in abortion? Do you believe in access to abortion? What are your thoughts on gun control? What are your thoughts on immigration? What are your thoughts on the black rights movement? And if your answers weren't in... A, like a scope of compatibility mm. with mine, then I was like, I gotta go. Because I don't think that, like, I don't expect anyone, well, I don't expect a lot of people to be as, I can't even say the word radical, um, as open mm-hmm. as I am about, like, about those issues. Like, fuck white supremacy. Like, all people, I feel like old black people like serious reparations, even like Latino people. Um, I believe that like women should be able to access abortions as long as they need to. I don't think there needs to be a term limit on it. You know, I I believe in all of these things. I don't believe I don't expect anyone everyone to believe in that same shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I think another thing that you kind of reminded me of is that. You know, yeah, on the one hand, there's that, oh, I need to be, like, ooey-gooey in love with you all the Mm -hmm. time kind of thing. 
And then, like, there's this other perspective that says, um, you know, like, where you treat dating like a job interview. Mm -hmm. You know, so where do you see yourself in five years? And, you know, like, and that kind of capitalist, like, you know, like, what's your earning potential? You know, what degrees do you have? Um, You know, like, what are your goals for, like, a relationship like 5, 10, 15, like, what the fuck is this? A nonprofit? Like, <laughs> do we have to sit down and have a planning, strategic planning? Or, you know, like, so I just, like, is there some kind of middle between those things? I think there is. I think there is. <clears throat> One of my favorite questions to always ask on a first date is if you could live in any movie, what movie would you live in? But I've expanded it to like movies, book, Play. I never thought about that. To me, I think it says a lot about somebody. <clears throat> like, I remember going out with a guy once, and he was like, I'm married to Elm Street. I was like, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> this bitch is gonna fucking kill me. Like, <laughs> I wanna live in misery. <laughs> you smell really nice. Like, <laughs> that was a great movie. And I heard it was an even better book. I haven't read it. The book is phenomenal. I haven't read the book, but. Like, that's just... No, yeah. I did not want to be James Conn in that movie. No. I, I've heard Romeo and Juliet, which I was like, gotta go. I mean, so what I don't think a lot of people take away from that story, they were only together for, like, three days? Yeah. I'll go with like, some fatalistic love. Like how and they were do teenagers. You know they're teenagers. There was only like a handful of days. You know, how do you know? Like, I get that the feelings of infatuation can be very powerful. Like, I get that. But how in the world do you know that you want to be with someone for all of eternity within two or three days? I knew with Jose. I, I knew with Jose. And this is not coming from some young buck. Wow. Like, this is coming from someone who's ribbon. Mm, she's a little long in the tooth. I've been road hard, hung wet, rode back again, put away wetter, and... <laughs> like, carne seca over here. But... Today's dicho is... <laughs> La gallina vieja hace buen canto. <laughs> But when I, the moment I saw him, I remembered him. And that's a very Buddhist way of thinking about love. Mm-hmm. And, that is like, and, and that is like, like even though I'm, I'm like Sandera and Bruja, like Buddhism is like, it's, it's the middle for me. And like I, the moment he like came in, I was like, oh. Well, I think that Buddhism has... Uh, you know, some some philosophies or parts of it that are like Brujeria. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, and when I was like this militant atheist who, you know, thought that people who believed in, you know, supernatural things were just fucking stupid and yeah. 
you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not proud and of that. I don't know why, but when I, whenever I hear you talk about that, I picture you with a bald head. I don't know why. I've never been bald. I don't know why. I just want to go on the I picture you with a shaved head. I didn't join Heaven's Gate, bitch. I knew a little I picture you like all like Benona with like some fatigues and like combat boots. Just like no, I'm not the one with combat boots. <laughs> oh fucker! Um, um, I know. I picture you like super dyke, like just <laughs> you know. But I, I mean, so I know I've kind of talked a little bit about this, but I've been doing some like digging about back home and. Mm-hmm like our native language and stuff like that. And, you know, remembering, you know, living on the reservation and my, <laughs> my grandparents, borracha, um, you know, and things that like, <laughs> and like things that my grandparents taught me. Right. <clears throat> and I remember vividly, you know, thinking that they were just very primitive kinds of people and, Mm -hmm. you know, not understanding, like, where they were coming from in terms of their, you know, traditional religion, um, you know, in terms of a lot of stuff. And, you know, when, when, you know, my dad and his mom would talk about, you know, like, other lives that we lived or that kind of thing... Like, just thinking, you know, how could these otherwise, you know, I mean, they weren't, they weren't that. And my, my dad's mom barely graduated high school. My dad got two GEDs because the first one didn't count. Um, you know, so we're not talking like, you know, I, I, I have more, I'm more educated than either of them were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just thinking, like, how could they believe this, Yeah, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, when life kicks your ass a few times, you evaluate, you know, where you're at. And so I do think that that happens. Like, when people come into our lives, you know, that we know them. from another time. Yeah. Um, And so I don't think that that's, you know, too much of a thing, but, like, when I, like, today, you know, I was listening to young people talk about wanting to be in a relationship, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, one of the kids, I, I thought I knew, you know, like, what his uh, which way they wet the whistle? Well, which way the saloon doors went, and, <laughs> and then found out that mm, they go both ways. Um, you know, and but the way that this young person talked about wanting to be in a relationship is. Very common, I've been hearing from people who are about that age group. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's this 
I don't even know how to really articulate it, but like there's this like burning desire to, you know, be in a relationship with someone. And yet at the same time, they're awkward as fuck and don't know how to be around people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so how do you how do you navigate that? Yeah. When you know, like with cell phones and all of that and always being like plugged in, but like being plugged in in your own place, but yet wanting contact with other people, but not wanting to be around people. Like, how do you navigate that? I think that one thing I find with this newer generation is... And I don't know if maybe they're more vocal about it or maybe if it's just more apparent, but I see this like loneliness with so many of them. And I think that like for us as like queers who like came up with like like, internet, you know, like it was a way to, to ease that like it was a way for us to be able to find somebody else but i think with this generation technology is a, is not a way to find people but is the way to find you know mm-hmm. we we used to go to bars to find people or not just not just used to <laughs> <laughs> or we would go to the cruise, or we would go somewhere. Well, yeah, like we, you and I were having a conversation with a young person today, and you know about a particular location on campus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you know the the kid was like, "Oh well, you know they boarded it up, and you can't, you yeah. know, whatever." And. Like, it just made me think about when we would do stupid shit, like go to the cruise or um, people I went home with who I met at the ranch or, you know, whatever. But it was always like I had seen them first. Like, we were able to kind of interact. And, you know, like, oh, Grinder tells you that Somebody is yeah. 275 that, yeah. feet from you. Juicy hole for you is 36 <laughs> feet away. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will tell you is an actual grinder profile that I have seen. I don't have grinder anymore because I got really skeeved out by it. Like I was on it one day and I wasn't even looking for anyone. And I was I opened it up and I was like, why am I on this? It, it doesn't make me feel whole. And so I... I mm, it doesn't feel your whole. <laughs> so I deleted it. I removed it from my phone. And it's been a, a very long time, actually. Because um, I've been closed for business for about five months now. Um, yeah, I know. that's It's wild. Um, but I just also... I'm just not interested right now. But I want to change subjects, but before I do... I want to end it because we're talking about love and we're talking about hookups and all that shit. Have I ever told you the story about the guy I hooked up with and his dead mom? <laughs> uh, no. 
Okay. Because I would remember that. So, back at the Pulse, uh-huh. I had met this um, dude, and him and I, like, like, he bought me a fuck ton of drinks, and which was normal. Mm-hmm. And so I went with him to, um, I was like, oh, like, yeah, like, let's smash. And <laughs> he wanted, um, he was like, oh, can you host? And I was like, no, I actually can't. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, like, I can't really, I can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, I can, but, um, like, really quiet. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll put a sock in your mouth. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we were driving from the Pulse, and he lived off of, like, I'm going to say maybe, like, 7th and Lomas. And so we were driving down Lomas, and then he started, like, sw- like swerving really erratically. And I was like, oh, uh-oh, this guy might be really fucked up. And I was following him. I was drinking also and driving, which you should never do. Don't ever do it. Um, but I was following him, and I... We stopped, like, before Lomas and Edith. Like, he stopped in the middle of the fucking road. And I was like, uh, I don't know what's going on here. And he got out of his car, and I was like, uh... And he knocked on my window, and he rolled my window down of my, like, 81 Honda Accord. Um, and this was, like, 2003 or four because I was real stylish. Um, <laughs> and he was like, why are you following me? And I was like, we met at the Pulse just a little bit ago. Like, you're going to suck my dick. And he was like, oh, yeah. Can I have a kiss? And I was like, oh, okay. And so I kissed him because, you know. You know. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, okay, follow me. And so we went to his house. And we went in. And it was like an older house. There was this, like, wrought iron gate. It was very, like, Wells Park area type of house. Mm-hmm. And we went in, and, and the decor was very, like, old Mexicana style. Like, silk flowers that were really dusty. That, like, dark... Santos. Yeah, that, like, dark mahogany furniture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, plastic wrap on the fucking couches. That kind of shit. And I was like, this is, okay... And then we went into this bedroom that was like, it looked like a fucking nun's bedroom. Like it was a big bed, but and it was like four poster, but there were saints everywhere and like rosary card, like prayer cards all over the mirror and shit. And I was like, this is weird. And then we got down to business and we were, you know, and then, you know, we finished Mm-hmm. And he was like, will you hold me? And I was like, um, okay, but I got to go home soon. Uh, and I was holding him, and he started crying. And I was like, uh, oh, shit, this is much more than I bargained for. He was like, yeah, I'm just feeling a lot of things. My mom just died. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to hear that. He was like, yeah, she was my best friend. She didn't even know I was gay. How could I not even tell my best friend, like, who I really was? 
And like, this is her bedroom. And I was all, oh! <laughs> she was judging you from up above. And I was like, oh, like, should we be in here? And he was like, yeah, I wanted to like break in her bed with someone I care about. And I was like, I don't know your fucking name, man. Like, someone you cared about. He thought you were some stranger following him home from the bar. And I was like, oh. And luckily, my roommate at the time, like, we had a system. Mm-hmm. Like, I told her where I was going, and if I didn't call mm-hmm. within an hour, call me. I didn't call. So she was calling me. And I was like, oh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> and he believed that this big old girl had a, had a girlfriend. Yes. And I was like, oh, I got to get my shit. I got to go. I got to go. And so I was like putting my clothes on. I couldn't find my wallet. And like I was like searching for my wallet and I find it. And like it's kind of under the bed a little bit. Guess what he had under the bed? His mom. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was his mom. But it was his mom had, I guess she had cancer. And so she had lost her hair. And so they were mannequin heads with her wigs on them. They were like, ah! And I got, I got my wallet, came up, and he's fucking passed out. And remember I told you it was a wrought iron fence? I didn't know how to get out of it. So here I am at like 3 o'clock in the morning, climbing the fence out of this house. And like I speed home. I tell my roommate, like, um, I just had a weird thing happen. And I told her, and she was like, fucking, I don't know what I would have done. I was like, I don't know. I took a shower and, like, went to bed. I think you still need a limpia. I, oosh, I need a, I, I need a limpia from all, like, the, like, fucked up sex <laughs> I've ever had. Like, that I need to, like, cleanse. So I guess that this turned into, like, an anti-Valentine's episode. <laughs> <laughs> I want to close, though. Just think, kids. That's what I want. Just think. <laughs> I want to close with, I don't think love is bad. I don't think being in love is bad. I think that, like, be in love, be gushy, like, especially if you're, like, a queer, trans person of color, like, fucking post those, like, pictures of your hickeys on Instagram because, like, all these white bitches are fucking doing it. Like, all these white motherfuckers are, you know, posting pictures of their names written in the sand on fucking Santa Monica Pier. Like, fucking do it if you're a person of color. I don't care. But also know why you're doing it. And ask yourself, like, is this the person that, like, I want to really, like, be with? Or am I just with this person because I feel like I'm supposed to be in a relationship? I think that's what happens to us the most, is that we are told that we need to find our other, the person who has our rib, or we need to find the person whose rib we have. The person who has our McRib. (laughs) (laughs) But did you ever hear that as a a child? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I think that we're told a lot of fucked up things. Yeah. About, you know... What it means to be an adult, what it means to find, you know, a life partner. Yeah. Um, <gasps> I haven't heard life partner in so long. 
Mm-hmm. All right, come on, queer as folk. <laughs> it's the 90s, come on. <laughs> yeah, I still think of 1990 as 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not 30. No. Bitch, it's only been like 20 years. It's only 17 years, 18 years since 1999. Yeah, and then you add another... 10? 10 years onto that. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about anymore. Yeah. Um, go have sex. <laughs> go, Do it responsibly. Go get it on. Or have sex with yourself. Light some candles. Get some good lube. Get a butt plug if you need it. Or a dildo, whatever you want. Use your fingers. Use your fist. Do it smart. Do it safe. And then say your prayers to the Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. We are not ending on saying your prayers <laughs> to the Lord. Um, write saucy stories about it to Playgirl Magazine or Hustler. Hustler. Or was it, it was Penthouse. Oh, my God, it was Penthouse. Do they still do that? I don't know. I must have didn't. In my head, they do. Well, All right. Well. Well, nobody. Bye. <laughs>